Hey everyone, and welcome to the pod. I'm Jen Oceana. And I'm Bridget Aileen. Here at the Uplifted Pod, our mission is simple. Follow what lights you up and find your people who feel the same. We are here to have fun, play, inspire, and empower you to align with your highest self. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the pod. For some reason, have you guys ever seen She's the Man? <laughs> and you know how the principal is like, I don't even want to sing it, but they're like, welcome, 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 welcome to Elyria. I hope someone knows what I'm talking about because I don't know, that's stuck in my head for some reason. So anyway, just thought I'd share that with you. So it is just me here in this episode because I'm going to be talking about my past life regression experience. Bridget shared with you her experience and I went to the same person. I will link her down below. Her name's Danielle. She is amazing. She's a light. So yes. So first, some little housekeeping things I would like to talk about. Not even housekeeping. I just have some things I want to say. First, I am walking on my treadmill. (laughs) So there's going to be some background noise. So if you're hearing this, that means it made it to an episode. But I don't know if that's going to happen because it could be really loud. I checked it. It wasn't too bad. But I also wanted to record. But I also wanted to move. So I decided to combine the two. Also, funny little story for you guys. So if you work in a hospital or, I don't know, know anyone that works in a hospital, you would know that they are, at least in the hospitals in my area, they're wearing Crocs. Now, you guys know the shoes, the Crocs. They are um, (laughs) the Crocs. They're, um, I'd say, like, not very fashionable. (laughs) Definitely not the cutest looking shoes. Well, most hospital workers in our area are wearing them now. And I guess I'm not sure. Dan's brother works in a hospital, and I don't know if there was an influx of shoes. I don't know. Dan got his hand on, hands on a pair of Crocs. And I kind of was a little intrigued. And he was wearing them all the time, you guys. He's wearing his Crocs all the time, knowing that they're ugly. Like, th- that's what they are. They, they're ugly. <laughs> but they were so comfortable. And I would slip them on, and I was like, dang, these Crocs are kind of kind of what's up. Like, I'm kind of down for these Crocs. So I went ahead and I ordered myself a pair. Dan actually bought them. Actually, I ordered a pair of Crocs and a pair of slide Crocs. Now, the original Crocs that you see, which is probably what you're thinking of, if you know the shoes I'm talking about, and you definitely know the shoes I'm talking about. I think most people do. They have a sport mode. So they have a strap that you can like pull up if you're walking or if you're doing something (laughs) adventurous, I guess. So right now I am on my treadmill walking in my Crocs and I have no freaking shame. I look fly as hell. (laughs) What's funny about the Crocs I ordered though is there's a ton of colors you can order for Crocs. And I wanted a like a light bluish pair. Come to find they are legit neon green. Like they are neon, but I wanted them so bad and I was not about to go return them for another pair. So now I'm just owning my neon green Crocs walking on my treadmill. I caught Dan working out in his Crocs the other day and I made fun of him. And then yesterday I was walking the treadmill. He's like, well, now who's, oh wait, it stopped recording. Oh, okay. Wait, no, it just continued recording. Hopefully this is still all going. I have no idea what just happened. Anyway, I caught Dan working out in his Crocs and then he saw me working out in mine, but I was not working out. I'm just going for a leisurely movement in my apartment because I feel like I haven't moved enough. 
So here I am. Okay. Now that we now that we covered that, highly recommend Crocs. Go out and get yourself a pair. And if you just own it, who really cares? Honestly, they're just so convenient and comfortable. And the fact that you can just clean them because they're rubber. Yeah, I'm all about it. Anyway, and the slides are really, really cute, but the original pair. Okay, no one cares about the Crocs anymore. I'm sorry. That's like an issue. I always just like elaborate too much. Anyway, so I'm going to try not to do that with my past life regression experience. So um, I did this about three weeks ago and it was amazing. It was life-changing and I want to cover all of the questions that I had before I went into the experience that I think that you might have as well. And I also want to start off by saying everyone's experience is different. And I also think that you will have a different experience depending on what part of your life you're experiencing currently. So, you know, I did my past life regression a couple weeks ago, but if I did it again in five years, I probably will see other lives. You know, it's what you need to see in the moment that you're being shown. That's what I truly believe. So basically, she starts by, for me, dropping me into a meditation. I was very relaxed and I was very ready for this experience. So it didn't take me long to drop in, but I was surprised how quickly I dropped in. And you're doing a lot of visualization at this time. And, you know, I'm talking to my higher self and doing all these different things, making sure it's okay for me to go into another life. So I dropped into three lives and I will elaborate on them. So interestingly enough, every time I dropped into a life, I almost saw it. No, I actually did see it as say you were looking down at the ground and you jumped and landed. That's how I saw it. And so the first time I did that, I saw it and I landed in grass and I was always originally barefoot. Sometimes shoes would come on. Sometimes they wouldn't. The first life, no shoes were on. And I could feel that I was a boy. And I want to cover this question actually right now because, you know, how do you know if it is your intuition, your past life, or if your logical mind is creating it? For me, the feeling that paired with what I was seeing, the feeling in my body is what told me that this is correct. Also, my logical mind was still there. I was still present. I'm speaking out loud to Danielle as this is all happening. So if there was something that was happening and my logical mind wanted to fight it because it didn't make sense, I wasn't able to move along until I accepted what I was seeing. So that is how I know what I was seeing was accurate. And it wasn't my logical mind making it up. Anyway, so I dropped in and I felt that it was in South Africa for whatever reason. I just felt like it was South Africa. The feeling, the way I, I, it wasn't even any, it was just the feeling. It was an inner knowing that's where I was. So I felt this deep connection to elephants and I had done a past life regression on my own once and I got to this place, but it stopped there. And so I wasn't sure if I believed it at first. Like, am I making this up? Cause I had seen this before, but I let it go. Funny enough, I have elephants all around my apartment. So I know I have some connection to elephants regardless. So I began walking and I'm looking around and she's guiding me and I come to this 
almost what would look like a tiki bar if you were in Florida. Like it looked like a like a bar. And I don't know if exactly if it was a bar. That part wasn't important. But it was desolate. So the, the chairs were flipped. Like it looked like it was a running business at one point and it was no longer a running business. And I looked at it and said, oh my gosh, I owned this and it failed. It didn't make it. And then I looked at it again and I saw this same boy that I was like working there and owning it, but not in the same personality that I was holding in that lifetime, if that makes any sense. So I was looking at this young boy and he was money hungry and he didn't have a passion for this business at all, but he was doing it for the money, for the success and it failed. And as the boy looking at it, I was so much happier with the person I was when I honored myself and I didn't go after things that didn't serve me, like owning a tiki bar. I don't know if it was a tiki bar. That's just the best way for me to describe what it looked like. And I didn't like the person that was the owner of this, this tiki bar because he was money hungry and he was not kind and, and he didn't care. But all, that, all those traits were within him. But he was so fixated on the success and all of that. He didn't care for himself. You know, to me, success can be seen in a number of different ways. But, you know, success is being happy and loving who you are and doing what you love. And this person wasn't. And it was me reflecting on this, you know. And so I really felt at peace with this this lifetime, seeing that I honored who I was. And I had this deep ass connection to animals, which I don't really know what the point of that was. And I can't explain it. Oh, and throughout this whole thing, this butterfly was just following me. I couldn't shake this freaking butterfly. And butterflies are my uh, symbol from spirit, symbol from spirit, symbol from my guides. Um, my, um, I just lost my train of thought. What are they? Guides of the high, highest truth in compassion. Yes. So anytime I pray for a sign, I always pray for a butterfly. So it was just interesting. There was a butterfly there. So you would just get a feeling when you saw what you needed to see and you can move on. So I went on to my next life and I landed in snow. <laughs> and this is where my logical mind was like, hell no, you are not having a past life in snow. Like we need to be at the beach. Why are you landing in snow? I'm like, oh my God, it can't, that can't be right. That can't be fucking right. I'm not, no, I'm going to ignore it. But I couldn't stop seeing it. I just kept seeing myself repeatedly land in the snow. And I'm like, okay. I guess I'm in freaking snow <laughs> and I accepted it. And then, then the story continued. So I saw myself as this blonde woman, very bougie, like very, you could tell she had money and you could tell that she was wearing more expensive things. I was in like a snow, I'm going to call it a snowsuit, but not like a, like a cute snowsuit, <laughs> like picture like rich people who go to the Alps. I don't even know if that makes any sense, but like I was looking bougie. And I had looked around and I saw I was at a resort and I got this feeling I didn't live here. I was staying here. I was visiting here, but it was somewhere that you wouldn't normally go and visit. Like it's not your average vacation to like Colorado. It was something bigger. It was something grander, a place that most people don't usually visit. So everyone's around. There was fire pits, people, or I saw like hot tea and hot drinks and I'm standing there looking around and I feel empty, empty. I feel 
sad, heavy. And I realized that I had been taken here by a man or a person with, uh, like, with my will, like, I went with him. And he had supported me. And he was wealthy. And he was giving his money to me to bring me to these places. He was fully supporting me. And I had created nothing for myself. And if I were to leave this person, I would have, quote, unquote, nothing. And so I stood there and looked around, like, what did I do to my life? Like, I thought that this would make me happy, having all this money and traveling here and doing this. And I'm not happy because I didn't create any of this for myself. Someone else did this for me. And what's interesting, if you can, if you look at your birth chart, I've, you can, in some sense, possibly see things related to your past life on your birth chart. And so for me, in my birth chart, sorry, I just like, <laughs> sorry, I don't know if you just heard the noise. I just made, <laughs> if you look at my birth chart, I had a loss of independence in my past life. And that is what I feel like this lifetime was for me. I had no independence because I solely relied on this person to create my life for me. <laughs> and I was sad. And so I had one more life that I dropped into. And the minute I landed, I landed in sand. And I was like, ooh, yes, I'm in sand. Ooh, oh, there's surfers. I like it here. Oh, my gosh. What's funny, and I didn't say it out loud because a couple of reasons. At first, I thought maybe it was Australia, which it could have been. But it gave me major California vibes. I'm sorry. I just like nodded again. <laughs> I had to do it. We're human, whatever. Um, it gave me major California vibes. And my logical mind was like, okay, it's so typical for you to want to have a past life in California. So let's not, let's pretend it's not California. Let's just pretend. But like, it's so typical. You're on the beach with surfer. Of course you would be. So I really thought I was making this past life up. But what was also interesting is I looked like myself now. <laughs> And I didn't say this because I wanted to follow what was happening because it felt so fucking good. Like I, <sighs> I was home and that's all I kept saying. I'm home. I'm home. Oh my God, I'm home. And you know, she was like, do you want to walk along, along the beach? And I'm like, uh, hell yeah, I'm ready. And she was like, do you want the whole time your higher self can be guiding you and be there with you. And you're talking with him or her. And she was like, do you want your higher self to come with you? And I was like, no, she can go relax, lay on the beach, take a nap. I got this. Like, and I'm strutting. I'm in this hot pink bikini. I'm strutting on this beach. And people are waving at me. Like, I this was my home. This is my town. And I was so happy, so present. And it felt so freaking amazing. Like, I can't explain it. Like, I just, yeah. And, but I still haven't told her that I look like myself. <laughs> and she's like is this possible that this hasn't happened yet and that this is a future life or what you could have in the future? And immediately I said, yes, because that was what was happening. That is why it looked like California. That is why I looked like myself because these are the things that I aspire to have in this lifetime. And I'm being shown that I can have that in this lifetime. And <laughs> so 
she asked me to ask my higher self, like, what can I do to get here? And I don't know, I have pretty funny commentary when I talk to like guides or, you know, angels or anything like that. Maybe not angels, but my guides. It's pretty funny commentary. And my high self was like, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) She was like, Jen, are you really, are you really going to ask me what you need to do? You know what you need to do. Oh, and also my camera in my third eye kept like flashing, like my, my, um, like my professional camera kept flashing, kept flashing. And she's like, you know what you need to do. (laughs) And I'm like, I know, I know. And after seeing those past two lives, what I need to do in order to create this life is that I love and the life that I saw there is keep following my heart, not do things because I think I have to, to make money that make me miserable, not pretend to be someone else. Not that I do, but you know, it's so easy. You know, if you're being offered a certain amount of money or just how society raises us and shows us how to be, you know, you go to school, you get a good job, you get your health benefits, you get this, you get that, you raise a family. And so sometimes it's hard to go against that, even if you want to. And I had been shown different lifetimes where I tried to follow that and I wasn't happy. And when I did follow that, I was extremely happy. And when I, when I went against, you know, societal norms and I was living with the animals in South Africa and I was, you know, free. And it's really funny because in this future lifetime that I saw of myself, when I was saying home, 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 I'm home. When I had visited San Diego in the summer, that's all I kept saying. The minute we were flying in, someone opened the window and I looked out and I was like, oh, holy shit, I'm home. And I almost started crying. And in this past life regression, in this life that I was seeing of me on the beach, oh, it felt so juicy. I don't know if you can feel my energy. Oh, my gosh. It felt the same though. It felt the same. It was, I am fucking home This is like what I came here to achieve and I can have it. I just need to follow my heart and it's not going to be as difficult as I think it will. And it doesn't need to happen when I think it needs to happen. I think so immediately into the future. So I think like, you know, next year in a couple years, it doesn't need to happen. Then it it will happen at the right time, but just keep following your heart. (laughs) And, you know, what I really found interesting about my past life, and that was the last life I saw. And what I found interesting was just the patterning between the two past lifetimes that really had the same message of following your heart. It's not all about money. I love money. And don't get me wrong. Money is important. But you are going to be empty as hell if you're finding money in ways that don't serve you. And maybe some people can. I can't. And I was even shown that in these lifetimes. Ugh. So, yeah, I, that was the end of my regression. It was amazing. It was so intuitively led. And I had no doubt in my mind that what I was seeing was reality and had happened and will happen. And she said that it was really rare for that to happen, um, to go into a future life. 
And I just think I saw what I needed to see. And I think about it every day. Everything and decision I make, I almost reflect upon these past lives. Like, you know, am I, am I listening? Am I following my guidance? And so I highly recommend doing a past life regression. Um, you will drop in. If you have an intention, you know what? I don't even want to say if you have an intention because I didn't, I didn't know what it was going to be like. I didn't know if I was going to be able to drop in. I didn't know if I'd be seeing it, if I would be able to believe it. I had a lot of fears and a lot of doubts. I Not doubts. I just didn't know what it was going to be like. A lot of the unknown. And it was one of the best experiences of my life. So, and you know, Bridget's experience was radically different from mine. You know, she saw she was a Pleiadian and doing all these amazing wild things. And that's okay because that's what she needed to see. So also don't compare it to anyone else's and don't judge it. Accept it, let it be, and move forward with it and use it as a tool in this lifetime. So yeah, I'm going to end it there. Um, I really wanted to share this with you guys. So I'm really, really excited that I finally got the chance to. And I will leave the link for Danielle down below. And I love you guys so, so much. Follow your heart. Do what you love. (laughs) Okay. Love you guys. And yeah. Oh, also, thank you so much for honoring Bridget and I last week for, you know, honoring ourselves and not recording. So thank you so much. Love you and see you next week. Bye.